Hello and welcome to Reflections with Hector and Lucy. I'm Hector. I'm Lucy. In today's episode, we're going to talk about dating. Now, in past episodes, we've always talked about the run-up to dating, but today we're actually going to be talking about what to do on dates, where to go, who sets it up, who pays for the first date. Now, some of these things we may have talked about in previous episodes, but we may dive more into it today. The first question would be the first date, right? And who would ask who on the first date? Typically, it is the dominant person that is supposed to ask the other person on the other date. The recessive person of the two usually just waits, but we know that society is changing and usually it could happen. It could happen that the person that is recessive actually makes the first move. I'm, and is that okay? Of course it's okay. It doesn't matter who asks who as long as one person asks the other person. The person who asks the other person on a date is usually the one that sets it up. I agree. Now, if the recessive person says, hey, let's go on a date, and then the dominant person says, okay, but let me set it up. That's fine too, as long as you both agree on it. And then that's the dominant person taking over. Yeah, of course. But if the recessive person says, okay, hey, let's go on a date. Can you plan it out? That's also okay. Because you're telling me, hey, let's go on a date. But you're planning it out because maybe that person is better with planning, better with um, finding things and things like that. So for the first date, let's go through some ideas. Uh, what is the norm? And Usually go eat somewhere. Our first date was at a restaurant in Miami Lakes. And we met there. That's another thing. Um, how to get there. If one is if going to one pick is, up another one's going to pick up someone or you guys are going to meet there. In our situation, we met there. It was like at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It was more like a lunch than anything else. And we both met in our cars. We were extremely nervous the whole time. Even though, like we said before, we were friends for a long time. But now we're hitting a different sta- stage in our in our relationship, in our friendship. And it was, it was a little weird. Don't get me wrong. It was a little weird. I remember we held hands. I like you and I want to see where this goes yep. were my exact words. Those were his exact words. And then there we, we kind of held hands there to see how it felt. That's what he's also said. I want to see how this feels. And that's where Hector asked me all these questions about kids and about meeting my dad. And all these questions that you kind of want to get rid of at the beginning to see what the answers are from that other person, if you like them or not. But just for the record, you didn't like that. I asked you the question. I felt uncomfortable at first, but it wasn't a big deal for me because we both wanted kids. So that was a good thing that we both wanted kids. But then um, we had our date. We talked. We barely ate. I remember I ordered a Caesar salad. I ordered a soup. And Hector ordered a soup. And neither of us touched the food. I think I took the whole salad home and I ate it later. Um... But it was it was nervous, but it was good at the same time, you know. And then after we finished, we got up and we went. He walked me to my car, 
I was part. But before that, I paid for the date. Yes, he did pay for the date because he asked me. We we believe that whoever asked should pay for the date. It doesn't matter your gender. That I don't believe in. It doesn't matter your gender. Anybody can pay. But I think that whoever asks first is the one that should pay. Now, you said that let's say one person asks, but the other person wants to plan it. In that case, I think the person that wants the plan should be the one that pays. Because, yeah, I can say, okay, babe, um, let's go on a date. But let's say you tell me, babe, let's go on a date. And I say, okay, fine, but I plan it. And I'm going to the Rusty Pelican. And that's my plan. It's not fair that you ask me on a date, but you pay for that. That's not fair. If you're going to go to somewhere expensive... That person, if you don't know what the Rusty Pelican is, it's a very expensive restaurant in Miami. And if I suggest that, you better believe that I'm the one that's going to pay for it because I'm planning for it. So I think is yes, the person that asked and also the person that plans it is the one that should pay for it. So the person that asked the question or asked to for the date and, you know, they picked the place. And the check comes and the person doesn't touch it right away. Oh, boy. What advice can we give to the other person who is now looking at this check and wondering? My advice is maybe suggest maybe that person can't pay for the whole thing. And maybe suggest to go half and half. There's nothing wrong to go half and half. What you're saying is that they should bring it up. Yes, they should bring it up. And, no. and it's not like I don't want people to have this idea that guys are the ones that they're supposed to pay. I don't agree with that. Girls can pay too. Um, and our situation is different because we have the same bank account. But multiple times, I'm the one that grabs a check to put in the credit card. Even though it's the same credit card, it doesn't matter. But just because Hector is the guy, and it's true what they say. People expect guys to pay. When they come bring us the check... They always give it to Hector first. But then I grab the check. So your gender should not matter on who pays for the check. If um, the person that plans it, I'm hoping that the person that plans it sees the prices. And if they can't afford it, then they shouldn't take them. Or you can talk about this ahead of time. Maybe you want to talk about, hey, look, I want to go to this place on our first day. But what do you think if we should go half and half? There's nothing wrong with talking about it ahead of time. So then when the bill does come in, they are prepared of who's going to pay. And it's not this awkward silence of who's grabbing the check. Well, there are situations in which women have faced, unfortunately. And I think that it is fair that we also bring up this issue that some people have faced. The check is there. Let's say the person brings it up to the other person who invited and says, hey, are you going to get that or do you want to split it or something? And the person says, yeah, I got it. And then they say, oh, I need to use the restroom. Oh, dine and ditch. But then the person leaves, which is called dine and ditch. But usually that's when it's together. Yeah. With, but if the person goes to the bathroom and then goes to their car and leave... You better believe that there is not going to be a second date in that situation. 
but, if that happens. But the woman is stuck with a two hundred dollar bill. Yeah. And that's horrible. And that's horrible that that happens, is, but it does happen. But is but what can we give people I, advice? I Go to Would the bathroom you? with the person. <laughs> Watch the door the whole time. Is that something that you would advise people yeah. to do in that situation? If, if you're scared that that's going to happen, if well, you're if getting you're that, alerted, if you're alerted that that may happen, if you're getting some type of vibes that something is off, then yeah, be on your guard. Look at the door. Go to the bathroom. I would even stop them from going to the bathroom. Um, excuse me. Can you please sit down? You're not going to the bathroom right now. We need to discuss what's happening at you this can. table. You can. You can. And to the point where you can even make a show in front of the entire restaurant, you are not going to the restroom because I'm not paying this check by myself. You can't leave. Like, really bring it I up I would to them. do that show if I catch them leaving. I will stalk that door. If, so even you would though... say, let them use the restroom, but physically go to the bathroom. Yeah, and, and wait stay for out, yeah, stay, outside. stay outside the bathroom. They can always sneak out the window. I mean, these people they have done it before. The, yeah, that's a different. That's a different story. That's why I think that if the person is on their guard and alerted, what happens, and is what getting happens bad if the vibes, person is actually really needs to use the bathroom? You're gonna cause no, a well, scene. You need to discuss it. No, no, you need to discuss it before but they stand up and they go to the bathroom. How about if they really need to go to the bathroom, like for real, for real? Okay, and so they're let's putting talk about their, that. their relationship. Let me finish. And they're putting the relationship on the line by causing a show. That may well, be a complete I'm, turnoff. I'm not saying... So let's go through that motion, okay? The person really needs to go to the bathroom. So the person can say, Hey, I've been in this situation before. You may need to go to the rest restroom. But can you please, before you go, drop cash or, or credit card? And then I'll tell the waiter... Um, that the bill is ready to get picked up before you go to the restroom. Drop it down. Yeah, you can ask some either a card or something that he's not gonna leave without his I wallet. Think it needs to be more, a little bit more concrete. It I needs wouldn't to be even okay. Fine, payment. he can drop the credit card that he's gonna use, but I wouldn't give it to the waiter until he comes back. And then you discuss exactly how it's going to be. Even with, can you pay for the whole thing or do you want to go half and half? But even with a credit card, he can purposely put down a credit card that he knows it's going to be declined and he still gets away with it. And let's say the credit card is not under his real name. I mean, these people are good at what they do. There's At the bottom, at the end of the day, there's honestly, there's nothing you can do. Unless it's hard cash. Unless it's hard cash, but a lot, I don't carry hard cash. A lot of people do not carry hard cash, especially now with the pandemic. They don't want people to carry hard cash because that's coming in contact with multiple people and you're touching this. So it, it's hard to be with people that have cash on them. I guess at the end of the day, however you met this person, at least now you have somewhere else to go in case this happens to you. Yeah. If you met them online, you can report them as saying they left me at the restaurant with the $200, $300 bill. Um, if, it was, if they were recommended to you by a friend, you can go to that friend and say, this is what happened. If you just met them at the mall, that's a tough yeah. one. And honestly, if you don't want this to happen to you and you don't 
want to be stuck with a $200 check, then maybe with the first date, maybe not try to go somewhere that's really expensive. If you don't know this person, like where we went, it wasn't expensive at all. It's like a solid place. Um, it's very popular in Miami Lakes here in, in Florida. And um, even if you ditched me, I knew where you lived, so you couldn't really do much. Um, but I can still cover the bill. So maybe when you're discussing where you're going to go on your first date, discuss price range or discuss right there and then about payment. How are we going to do this? And yes, the person can lie and say, yes, I got it. I got it. But don't go somewhere that you're going to be left with a huge bill. There might be also clues. And I know that we're staying on this subject for a little bit, but I do want to caution the listener and anybody who's currently in the dating scene, if they are ordering expensive stuff, is That's, that a clue? Th- that could be a clue. Okay. Or that can just say that they're rich. And also, before you go on this date, you should know what their occupation is. If you know f- legit that this person is a doctor... A real doctor with a practice, not this make-believe doctor. Then maybe, yeah, that's why he's ordering all this stuff, and it's going to an expensive restaurant because he know, he can afford it. Maybe he's a lawyer, or if you know that that person has money, then maybe that's the reason why. But at the same time, even though that person has money, he still can ditch. Now, um, we are not the police. We are not law enforcement, but can the person that is victimized in this situation call the police or should they just pay the money? Honestly, I think I would, um, I don't know about talking to the police, but maybe talk talk to to the the manager and say, look, this just happened to me. It's, I can't really afford the whole entire bill. What what can I possibly do? I just I met, this per, I met this person. Do you have cameras if you want? Um, can you see what happened to the person? Do you have cameras in the bathroom? Did he leave me? Or you can literally just say, look, call the manager over and say, look, I'm on a first date. I feel like this, this guy or this girl took advantage. took advantage of me and just left me. Can you please, do you have cameras if you please? I want to know if they left me and I really can't afford this bill. I didn't know they were going to do this. What can, what can happen? And maybe that manager will help you out. Maybe that manager will not and you're stuck with the, the bill. Or they might call the police and you or have they to might call write the, a report. But that's not, but that's not a, that's not a crime. Yes, it is. Dining and ditching is a crime. If you both do it. But there's still one person there. That's the thing. The I responsibility don't know about the lands law. to the other person. I don't know about the law. Especially if they're strangers. I don't know. If we find out, we'll make another episode. <sighs> first kiss after the first date. Now, this goes with people's values, how the date went, and stuff like that. Yeah. I, before dating Hector, I took me... Two months to kiss, two or three months to kiss my boyfriend. Also, wasn't very, very comfortable with him at all. But I leaned towards not kissing on the first date. But by my surprise, 
Hector kissed me on the first date. And I was okay with that. I was okay with that because I had strong feelings towards, towards him. And it was funny how he kissed me on the first date because he walked me to my car. My car was parked right in front of the restaurant. And we leaned for the hug. And it was that hug and then lean back and run into a kiss type of thing. So we kissed. It was a peck. You know, no French kiss or any of that. Just a regular kiss. And he looks at me and he says, I believe he said nice or something like that. And then he literally walks away. Just walks away. And I'm like, um, okay. So I get in my car and I leave. I actually go to my, my friend's house after that. Years later, after we're an official couple, I even think that we were maybe engaged by then. Hector confesses to me that when he kissed me and he walked away, let's say he went to the right and he started walking to the right. After he started walking, he realized, wait a minute, where's my car? I parked on the opposite side of where I'm walking to. And when he turned around, he was telling me, I hope she leave. I hope she left already. I hope she left already. And thankfully, I did leave already. So I never saw him having to turn around and go back to the actual location of where his car was. And I thought that was funny. All of that was nerves. But at the same time, our kiss was nice. It was a surprise. I didn't plan it. I don't know if he planned it. But it was nice. And, and it gave a little extra specialness to our first date. The reason why I went for the first kiss is because we already knew each other and we knew that we liked each other. Had I known, had it been like a stranger or even if you had not told me that you liked me and I asked you on this date, I would have probably asked for permission because that's consent. Mm -hmm. I knew you liked me. So if I went in for the first kiss, I knew that you weren't going to either say no or, or say, I don't kiss on the first date. But I did go forward. I leaned in. And, and you I didn't, finished and it. You didn't like Hitch. Like Hitch. You, uh, one person leans in 90 and the other person leans in 10%. Yeah, we did that. We did that. And then again, it's up to the person whether they feel comfortable. Did they have a good time on the first date, etc.? Are you receiving the same feeling from that other person? You know, I don't want you to be on a date and be blinded by, I think the person likes me, I really like them, and then try to lean on that on that kiss and then be turned down because it may happen. It may happen to get turned down. Now, just because you get turned down doesn't mean that relationship is over. Keep at it. Keep trying. Because maybe that person just wasn't ready right that moment for the first kiss. But maybe they want to continue to go on dates with you. So the first date occurs. Whether you have the first kiss or not, it really doesn't matter. What matters is your bond, your likability with each other. And then now let's move on to the second date. Again, it really doesn't matter who asks who here all that matters is that they say yes mm -hmm. to the second date but before the second date after the first date you can even have a conversation of what you guys thought happened on the first date 
And then maybe after this conversation, then you kind of can blend it in with, hey, so we had such a good first date. Let's go on a second date. You know? Well, we call this stage talking, right? I'm talking to this person. Usually when you're talking to someone, you're semi-serious. Yes. And this talking does or should continue. You should not have dates and have no conversations in between. Of course. So the second date, you are... Somebody asks the other person. And now, do you go on the same type of date or do you switch it up? It depends. It's up to the couple. You can switch it up. Maybe you want to do something coffee. more adventurous. You can do coffee. Maybe you did. we did lunch. Um, maybe we... Honestly, I do not remember. <laughs> I do not remember what the second, third, fourth date after that was. You go on the second date, and it can be literally anything. It can be playing golf. It can be uh, or miniature golf. It can be um, top golf. Top golf is a pretty cool uh, place yeah, to go yeah. to. There's roller skating, ice There's skating, roller skating, bowling, ice skating, um, the zoo. Uh, I don't know about the zoo. Why on the second not? Date. Why not? It's too hot. And, and all these other places not, but whatever. Um, you can do the restaurant again. You you can still go out to eat. It doesn't mean you can have d- multiple things and still go out to eat. Maybe your date is the whole day thing. Maybe not just two or three hours. It's a whole day thing. So yeah, it's it's really up to them. Maybe they wanna maybe they wanna switch it up and the other person plans it, and so they can you know each have a turn. But then dates after that. Well, let's stick to the second date just for a second. Okay. If a person says, no, I don't kiss on the first date. And let's say they're adults or teenagers, 16, 17. Um, second date. Is that the time to have the first kiss? I don't know. That's really up to the person. Maybe that's a conversation that you can have with the person. After the first date, you guys didn't kiss. When you go back and talk to each other, you're not going to talk to each other on the second date. I hope there's conversation in between. About the first kiss after the first date? If you have a first kiss, if you try the first kiss and you were denied. I don't kiss on the first date. I don't kiss on the first date. That's a conversation that you need to have after that first date. Really? I think so. Hey, after our second date, I really want to kiss no, you. No, no. How would you bring no. that up? I would literally bring, hey, I noticed that on our first date... You know, you said you don't kiss on the first date. You know, I would like to know what are your beliefs? What are your standards? Um, when do you feel comfortable having our first kiss? Oh, I don't know. It has to feel right. Okay, then it has to feel right. There's no, no there, you cannot put a number on when to kiss. So you think that it's okay for someone to say on the second date, I'm not ready yet for the first kiss. Of course. You don't that think person, that's a warning sign? It can be five, six, seven dates into it and they're not ready. They're not ready. It took me two or three months to kiss my boyfriend before you. But again, isn't is, isn't it a red flag? That should have been a red flag for him, <laughs> but he didn't, he didn't pick up that red flag. Um, yes, I think so because kissing that other person is moving your relationship to another level physically it's a connection that you need to know you need to have because being in a relationship as everybody knows it's not just about talking you know 
there's different levels of being in a relationship. You have to connect emotionally, physically, mentally. You have to connect in all different levels. If one level physically you're not connecting, I don't think that relationship is going to work. But we're not saying either that good luck with this person if they say no to the second date. You also also have to think of the situation of this person. Maybe it's their first kiss ever. And they're right, just that's why I said overall. like 16, 17, and, and yeah. knowing that is important. Well, look, I haven't had my first kiss yet. I really want it to be but special. But look, my first kiss was at 18 years old. That was my first kiss. And I was extremely nervous about that. He, he didn't ask me. He just kissed me. But it can be a 20-year-old and still have her first kiss. It happens. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. What I'm saying is that, and we've come back to this communication thing, that it's very important to communicate these things with the person that you are dating. I agree. If on the second date they say, no, I'm not ready, there has to be some type of explanation. Then you can have that conversation. That's what I was saying. That after the date, you can have a conversation about that. After hey, I the noticed second that, date, yes. You know, you told me you're not ready to kiss. You know, there's something that I need to know. Is are you are you are you feeling us or, or things like that? There's questions like that that you can ask. And if the person says, "I don't know, I don't know, I don't know," then okay, maybe yes. there's something else. But again, I tend to believe that that conversation that you're talking about should happen on the, after the second date. Okay, not necessarily that's fine. After the first, that's fine. But if you want to try, I don't know about trying a kiss again right after the first date, especially if you were denied, maybe you can try it. Now, you have to be okay with getting rejected again because it but is a possibility. Again, that conversation needs to happen. Why Why you, did I get rejected twice? feeling this? Is this your first kiss? Please talk to me. What's going on? Because I remember the first guy that tried to kiss me, I liked him. I really, really liked him. But when he leaned over to kiss me, I turned my head. Why I turned my head? I have no idea why. Because I like that guy. I just, it's something in me told me my first kiss is not with him. And it wasn't. So now we're after the second date. Now we're on to the third date with the person. Again, somebody asks... They say yes, right? And now we have two scenarios playing out where you had a first kiss, you have a second kiss, and now you're on the third date, right? The third kiss really doesn't mean anything at this point. It just means that you're something still more natural. Physically, physically connecting. And let's say the first, the second, and the third date went amazing, and you're still talking to them every night, and you're connecting on this deeper level, after the third date, with that scenario, would you say it's okay for the person, for someone to say, hey, I want to make this official? Of course. Excellent. Now... Even though it didn't happen to us. <laughs> well, you don't know how, how many dates it took for us to it took become official. It took three weeks. Okay, but you don't know how many dates. I don't how many times we went out? It took three or no. We went on a group date. No, sure it we actually took, we started our first, and I think it took four weeks. Our first date was January 21st. It was President's, I think it was President's weekend 
or Martin Luther? Which was in January? Martin Luther King. It was Martin Luther King weekend. And we went, I thought, I literally thought he was going to take him to the beach. That's really what I thought it was. Because um, friends were going to the beach and he didn't know if he was going to go or not. So our first day was January um, 21st. And we made it official. No, February 21st. I'm sorry, it was February 21st. Because I got mad because it was a week after Valentine's. So I had another Valentine's by myself. So it was actually February 21st was our first date. And we made it official on March 14th. So that's what, three weeks? Yeah. It took us three weeks. And I'm the one that asked him because when we first started dating, it was a secret. None of our friends knew, our families knew, but none of our friends knew. And he wanted to keep it secret. That was all him, not me. I wanted to tell everybody, but he wanted to keep it secret because we were friends for a long time and we all, we both have the exact same friends together. And I remember March 14th came along, and it was the first time that you went with my parents to eat. Yes. Now, this time, you know, first time we did go to an expensive restaurant, a restaurant that my, I don't even know what the restaurant is called. It's a Spanish restaurant, and it is a little expensive. But, of course, my dad always gets the bill. He never lets us pay for anything. So he got the bill, and, and Hector... Hector acted like he was getting his wallet, <laughs> and once he saw the bill, he's like, "No." <laughs> I did ask if I can help with the bill. Help with the bill. I yeah. don't know if I said, "Hey, let me get the whole thing." No, 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 no. You never but said get the whole I thing. I did say, "Can, can I, I help? help?" Yeah. And my dad, of course, said no. And then I and asked then, again. Yeah. And I then I asked again. I really want to help with this bill. And then when we got back to my house, I remember we were there, and I literally just. Came up to and I said, what is the difference? These are the exact words I said. What is the difference of us being public? No, what is the difference to what we're doing now than to us being public? Official. Officially and, and in public. And you said nothing. I'm like, then why don't we make this official? And that's how we made it official. And of course, he said yes. I, so what did we do? Get on Facebook and make it official. I do believe <laughs> I said to you... If we become official, then... There's certain things you said, like the I love you. No, You don't want to say I love you. That was the dating. During dating is when I believe I said, I don't want to say I love you yet until I'm ready. That Right, it was during um, the dating. And I yeah. don't necessarily want to get that pressured to talk to you every day. Mm-hmm. So if I don't talk and, to and you And we both day, agreed with that. And we I, both agreed with that. I was I, doing my master's at that time. So, and he was doing a, another bachelor's. So we were okay with that. I was fine with that. And then, uh, yeah, then the official thing occurred. I do believe that I said to you, if we make it official, then we have to, if it doesn't work out, then we'll just break up. Yeah. And you said, yes, of course, that's how it works. Yeah. And I said, and I also, and I don't know if I told you this at the time, but I do. And I had this notion that if it didn't work out, it would be an official breakup. It, there, there is a real difference for me between, oh, the person I'm dating, it just didn't work out versus... I'm breaking up with my girlfriend. And I do believe that emotionally, I don't remember those that. are two separate things. I may I, not have told you that, you, but you that's why I think it took me a while to accept the fact that, 
okay, I'm okay with being official with Lucy because, and I think that you would agree with me, mm-hmm. that if if you break off with someone that you are just casually well, the talking same, to and The same thing to, happens when you break up with someone that you're just in a relationship than when you break up with someone when you're married to them. That's yes, different. The more serious, and I'm not even talking about legal stuff or any of that. Um, it's just the more serious you get, the harder it well, is I to think, break up. I think time is also a an indicator. Of course. The longer you spend with someone, the harder the, the harder breakup it is, is to going break, to be. Break up. But I do remember that when we made it official, you were practicing, and you did the same thing when we got engaged as well. You were practicing... <laughs> Hi, this is Lucy, my girlfriend. My girlfriend, Lucy. And you kept practicing over and over. This is my girlfriend, Lucy. Hi, this is Lucy, my girlfriend. Yeah, you kept practicing. And I found that so, so funny. I practiced once or twice. You practiced a few times. (laughs) And I found that funny because, you know... um, I did have a relationship before you, but I I don't I don't even know if I should count that one. But it was something what was happening to both of us was something a little different, something new for both of us. And we didn't know how to introduce each other. It was and it was not not that we didn't know, but it, it felt weird because we were friends for such a long time before that now you're not my friend Hector, now you're my boyfriend Hector. So switching gears, let's talk about this other scenario where the physicality is not there yet. Now, let's say they say yes to the third date and it goes well. Now, I I just don't see it happening where the person goes, oh, I'm not ready for a first kiss yet, even though we've been on our third date. I, I just don't see that happening. Do you? I can see it happening. Why? Why would somebody say, I'm not ready for a first kiss? Because I did it. But yet, dates. Dates. Yes. Like I said it, two or three months, it took me to kiss the boyfriend I had before you. Okay, you're saying you're giving us a timeline or a timetable? We went on multiple dates. We went on a few dates. And and I think I even, I think I made it official. I kissed him the day we made it official. That's when I kissed him. And um, and he would ask me, can I kiss you? And I would say, I'm not ready yet. And I'm not ready yet. And it really, it happened to me because I didn't feel it. Well, then it's a warning. It's That's a, a warning. If you are I on the third date, third date, and they say, no, there's something going on. I'm not, we're not saying to let it go. We're just saying something's going on. Something's you may going want on. To you may want to talk to the, yeah, talk to that person to see what's going on. Maybe there isn't any, anything going on. You never know. Because what three dates is for many people and they become official is to the point now where you're on your third date and you're not getting that first kiss. Now, there's other issues at play that uh, when you're dating someone and you're not official. And that's whether to bring them to your place of residence. Now, your parents knew me, so I was allowed to enter into your house. Um, Not the bedroom. Let's say it's the first date. Is it okay for the first... Well, it depends on the relationship before. Are they friends? Are they still strangers? And it really depends on how that first date went. And it and it's up to your values, right? That's a big thing. Um, 
I answer things because of my values. And as you know, you're the only person that I've ever been with. You're my first and my only. So going to the other person's... Now, don't get me wrong. You may go to that person's place where they live, apartment, house, or whatever, and maybe they don't have the intentions of sleeping with you. So just because they invite you to their place, to their house, doesn't mean they want to have sex. Maybe they just want to continue the date and end it like that. Maybe they do have the intentions of having sex. That can be a conversation that you have with the person when you're talking. Your values may be something that you can bring up. I gave you what my values were and you respected that. So that's something that you need to have with the person you're talking to and maybe that person wants to wait for a certain t uh, time to even the first kiss. Maybe their, their values and their beliefs may not be the same as you or may not be the same as other people that you've dated. So you have to adjust and you have to respect, respect is very important, to what that person's value, uh, what that person's values are. And we know that if there are two adults that are using protection, they can be promiscuous on the first date. It happens all the time. Of course, again, but that goes back to the person's values. Anybody can do whatever they want. It's a, it's a free country. But is this, that, this is not something that they talk about, though. Why not? I don't, I don't see a situation in which one person says, I'm, I'm promiscuous. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm pretty sure that you're going to get hints here and there of how that person is. If you're dating a person that is very out there sexually, I think you're going to get some hints here and there. And the conversations that you have. And the conversations before. that you have and all that stuff. I don't think it's going to be a complete surprise. Hey, do you want to come Now, up? if this person right. is, exactly, if this person is more conservative and if, especially if they don't kiss you on the first and second and third date, then they're not going to sleep with you on the fourth. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, you have to read that person. It's not just a, a free-for-all and, you know, there, there has to be something there. And that can be a conversation that you have. And having that conversation beforehand can give you the thought of, should I invite them to my place? Are they ready for it? Am I going to lose it with this person if I invite them to my place? Because that could also happen. You can invite someone, hey, you know, want to come back to my place? But maybe that person starts getting very uncomfortable with that question and they start getting turned off. That can happen too. So you're kind of risking it and you don't know where, where it's going to go. And I think you should be 100% confident when you ask that. Anything else with dating that you would like to discuss? I know that we've talked about whether you're dating two or more people at the same time, whether you're exclusive. That's important too. Well, re re we will reiterate here that you people are allowed to date multiple people at the same time. But once you are officially in a relationship and you have the conversation that you're exclusive, because there's also 
something called open relationship that you are in an official relationship with one person but you are dating another person but both people have to know what is going on right but once you're in an official relationship and you're an exclusive relationship then no more dating other people right anything else honestly when you guys are going on dates have fun the best thing that we had is that we had fun in our dates. We were comfortable with each other. We acted goofy and childish in our dates. You know, we acted serious when we needed to. And try to go to random places that maybe you've never been to. Go to places that you may not have connection with past relationships. I think that's important. And have fun. Have fun because when you're having fun, you're learning about that other person. And please, I'm asking you, please, when you go on dates, don't be on your phone. Have a conversation with that person, not with your phone. Put the phone aside. Something that me and Hector did once or twice was we put our phones in the middle and whoever touched the phone first pays the bill. So that's something. Now, don't get me wrong. It doesn't work now because now we have children. And when we go on dates, we have to have our phones always close by just in case because of the kids. But if you don't have any responsibilities back home, maybe um, a parent, a child, or an, uh, a grandparent or something, if you don't have anything, then put that phone away. Put the phone away and just have that be with that person that you're with. But if the other person is Here comes on their from phone. the person that likes phones. No, well, it can be a sign. So if you're on the on a date and somebody True. and the person that you're with starts being on their phone, that's clearly a sign that they might not be into you. Yeah, they're probably bored, or if, especially if you start seeing them be on TikTok and oh, Facebook well, yeah. and random stuff. Well, anyway, anything on their phone. Anything. Yeah, it, they're literally probably telling their best friend, "I'm having a horrible day. Please come save me," or something, or yeah. call me, tell me that. Such and such is happening. I'll put you on speaker. Oh, yeah, I've heard that before. Please rescue me, which is, again, yeah. unfair. But, again, but yeah. It is unfair, but it may happen. And that's a way of ditching, too. Maybe right. that's a way of ditching. That's the way that they got out of it. Maybe not wait for the end, not, not wait for the dessert. Maybe they do that, like, right after they halfway finish with their food. Right. And they want to ditch and leave. Last but not least, I do want to bring up safety. I do suggest that if you do not trust this person, but you're willing to give them a chance, make sure that you are someplace public. Mm -hmm. And if they want to take a walk, mm -hmm. make sure that you know what where you are, what your surroundings are. Pepper spray can come in very small <laughs> sizes. I remember when I went to college, my brother gave me a pepper spray and I kept it always on my keychain. And that always was next to me because you never know. Most of our phones do have location sharing. And if you're going to be going out on a date with someone and you don't 100% trust them, you can tell your friend, your parents, or anyone else, hey, I'm going to be sharing my location every 20 or 30 minutes. Please check where I am. And if anything, I'll be texting you every 30 minutes telling you that everything is okay. Yes. You can also Google information and safety tips if you are worried about those kind of things. But last but not least, please don't be afraid to tell your date that you're uncomfortable with whatever it is that they want to do with you, take you, 
walk with you somewhere, uh, at the end of the day, your health and well-being is more important than saying yes when you really don't don't feel like it. Yeah. We will go ahead and end it here. But before we go, we have some news to share. We now have an email address. So if you, the listener, would like to contact us for whatever reason, topics for the podcast, you want to be a guest on the podcast, or anything else, please email us at reflectionswithhectorandlucy at gmail.com. We went ahead and started a Facebook group. So if you want to join that Facebook group to talk about whatever it is that we've been talking about, you can find us on Facebook, search for groups, and you guessed it, Reflections with Hector and Lucy as well. And we would love to hear from our listeners about anything that you guys want, future topics, how we've been doing, etc. And that concludes this episode of Reflections with Hector and Lucy. I'm Hector. I'm Lucy. Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye.